The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is our Old Testament reading for this Sunday, this past Sunday, from 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 to 5, where it says, The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. But Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. My dear friends in Christ, at the time of our reading, the whole nation of Israel was in a gloomy spot of spiritual poverty. Immorality rather than morality seemed to be the, the rule of the day. And, well, Eli, he was the high priest and he was a believing child of God, but he was old and weak. And really the problem was, okay, Eli the high priest, but he had two sons who were going to supposedly be the next spiritual leaders in Israel, and those sons were terrible. Those sons were terrible. Scripture says these sons had no regard for the Lord. They regarded God's ordinances and their service with their father as something that they could use for their own personal advantage. And the example in their life was really scandalous. And tragically, what they did it represented the general moral character and the whole nature of the, the nation of Israel at that particular time. Like I said, spiritual poverty was the problem at that time. And, well, in our reading, it's no wonder then that it says, in those days, the word of the Lord was rare, there were not many visions. And since basically what was the case is that the people of Israel, they didn't care what God had to say to them. And so basically what was the case is that God said, well, if you don't care, then I'm not going to waste my time talking to you. And just think about what a terrible tragedy it is if God ever says something like that. And we really have to say, well, how's God looking at our nation today with our general rejection of the word of God that, that's so much the case? Well, but back in those days, God wasn't going to just remain silent. In his grace and mercy, there still were souls to save. And, and we'd have to say the same thing today. 
God isn't going to just abandon our nation because there still are souls here that God wants to save. And well, back at the time of our reading, what God was going to do is God was going to use Samuel, this young boy, to reach more people in Israel to build that nation up. And now think about Samuel. Samuel, he was the son of Hannah. Hannah was a woman who couldn't have children. But what she did is she went to the Lord and she prayed and she prayed and she prayed to the Lord that that he would give her a son and she said to the Lord, she promised the Lord, if you give me a son, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give that child back to you in, in service to you and your kingdom. And well, she was blessed with Samuel. And then what happened is after Samuel was maybe around five years old, what she did is she took him to, the, to Eli, the high priest, to, to work in the tabernacle, that portable tent temple that, that served the Israelites for so many years before Solomon built the, the temple in Jerusalem. Samuel served Eli for a number of years, and at the time of our reading, Samuel was maybe 12 or 13 years old at this time. He'd already spent a good number of years serving in the tabernacle, serving, serving Eli. Our reading says, one night Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. Well, one night, right before sunup, it says that that seven-branch candelabra in the tabernacle, it hadn't yet burnt out. Well, Samuel was lying down near the ark of the covenant, that special piece of temple furniture which especially said to the Israelites that the Lord was there with his people revealing his presence and it was on that particular night that the Lord called Samuel. When Samuel heard the Lord though well he automatically figured that Eli, an older gentleman, that he needed something. So he went to Eli and he said to him, Here I am, you called me. The fact that Samuel answered that call immediately and without complaint, well, it indicates his faithfulness, his eagerness, his willingness to serve the superior that he was under as well as, well, it also tells us about his cheerful willingness to render such service. And now from Samuel, what we can learn here is how there is one important way that we can show, we can show our Christianity and that is with our cheerful, willing service, not only to God, but also to our employer, to our government, to our teachers. 
or to anyone that God places in a position of authority over us. Well, since Eli hadn't called Samuel on that night, what Eli did is he told Samuel to go back to bed and under the circumstances, Samuel had to wonder, well, was I hearing things or maybe was Eli getting a little bit forgetful under the circumstance? If only he had realized right away that he wasn't listening to a mere man. He was listening to God. But even though he thought he was just listening to Eli, to a mere man, his jumping up to immediately see what he thought Eli had to say, it gives us a wonderful example about how eager we'll want to be always to listen to, to hear the word of God. Oh, I often refer to this. I remember years ago uh, a commercial, a commercial in which the E.F. Hutton Corporation, that commercial, it had commercials in which a person would say, well, my broker is E.F. Hutton, and E.F. Hutton says, and then everyone in the commercial got quiet and gathered around because they were so eager to hear the financial advice that E.F. Hutton had to share. Well, whenever I think about that commercial, I'm always saying, you know, if a person is going to be eager to listen to a broker, to someone who can give financial advice, how much more important it is that we eagerly and intently listen to what God has to say. Because as the Apostle Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And now see, it might be good to listen to a broker because of the financial advice that he has. But if that's important, how much more important is it than to listen to what God has to say. Because, well, what God has to say to us, that is with regard to our eternal future, our soul salvation. We'll want to hear what God has to say to us about, well, our sin and our Savior, about Jesus and how he lived and died for us and paid for all of our sins and how blessed we are to hear God's word, to be able to listen to God's word in, in services. Well, I guess we'd also have to say in videos, in Bible classes, in our own homes as we read and study and hear the Bible. May God help us to be oh, eager like Samuel, to listen to what God says. To listen, well, think about him, how eager he was to listen to Eli here. And, well, may God help us also to be just as eager to listen to what God has to say. Why? Well, Jesus said, blessed are those who hear the word of God. Amen.
Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, make us always eager to listen to your word and to enjoy the blessings of your grace and love. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.